0: Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host, Brett Hill, and today we have a great message for you that will help a lot of people out there. The title of the message is Overcoming Weaknesses and Failures. We're going to do this one a little bit different today because we, we do have some people that need some rubber meets the road help out there, and I'm going to bring that forth to you out of the scripture this morning, and I want to start out with Psalms chapter 73, verse 26. So if you have your Bibles with you, you uh, you need those and get go ahead and open up to Psalms chapter 73. If you are listening today and you're having troubles, you're having struggles, or if you're weak in the spirit or or you're struggling with going through a failure over the same thing over and over and over, God is talking to you today through this message and I, I want you to have your Bible. So pause the podcast, run, get your Bible and follow with me. I'm not going to be speaking as fast today once I get into the scripture. So I'm going to give you plenty of time to, to turn through scripture and and please play this thing over and over and over if you're out there that and you need strength and you need help. You need somebody to walk with you when you're going through weaknesses and failures because this is going to help you out tremendously. So open your Bible to Psalm 73 and verse number 26 because God starts this off with the psalmist David saying these words, my flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God is the one that provides the strength that you need to get past things despite your failures. Uh, Isaiah chapter 40 verse twenty nine Isaiah chapter forty verse twenty nine says that he talking about God himself he gives strength to the weary those of you that are broken down those of you that are weak with a with an addiction or with a problem that you you just can't seem to get past you you do good for a week or two and then maybe it just falls apart again and you you're a weakness and your your addiction comes back and grabs you and you you just seem to have a failure and you fall back and 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 you just feel guilty. About it, and you don't want uh, you don't want to have to come face God over that. Listen, He says, "My I give strength to the weary and increases." Uh, it increases the power of the weak. I, I want you to hear this scripture today. Again, it's Isaiah 40, chapter 29. It says that he gives strength to the weary, those that are wore down, by making the same mistakes over and over, the same battle that you've battled all your life. He says, I give you strength for that, and I increase your power when you're weak. So what he's saying is, if you will depend on him and turn to him, don't give up. He understands that you are weak. He understands that this Thing is a problem. He's not a God that's up there beating you to death every time you make a mistake, that when you get saved, that you have to be absolutely perfect every single moment of your life and never make a mistake again. These scriptures that I just read you, I'll go back to Psalm 73 and 26 again. It says, my flesh and my heart may fail. What does that tell you? Your flesh, you're going to make mistakes, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. One scripture says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you in Psalm 73. and 26 backs that up. He is your strength of your heart and your portion forever. And Isaiah 40 and 29 says, when you are weary, when you're weak from being down with these weaknesses and down with your failures, maybe you've got an addiction. I know a lot of people that has has problem with drugs and alcohol and things like that. And these addictions can get you down and they can get you weary. But the Bible here says in Isaiah 40 and 29, that God gives you strength when you get get down about that stuff, and he will increase your power when you're weak. What that is, is that's good news to you that if you will continue to turn to Jesus Christ every single time that you fail, it doesn't matter how many times, he told his disciples that I'll not forgive just seven times, but 70 times seven, and that was a rhetorical answer. He said, every time you come to me, I am faithful and just to help you because I know that you need my grace. Every time that you turn to my grace. I will be there to give it to you. And First Peter 5 and 7 says to cast all your cares on him or cast all your anxiety, the stuff that you worry about the most. Just go ahead and give it over to Jesus because he cares for you. Write those three scriptures down. Psalm 73 and 26 Isaiah 40 and 29 and 1 Peter 5 and 7. He says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I want to tell you something else here because Jesus, when he was here on this earth, he understood, he walked with us, he talked with us, he understood our weaknesses, he understood the fact that we're flesh and we fail because he came flesh and lived among us and realized that he would be tempted just like we are tempted and he had to learn to overcome. So in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, he said, Come to me, all of you, who are weary and burdened down with stuff. So if if you're weary because of your failures, if you just hate yourself and you're beating yourself up because you just can't seem to make it through the trials of this life, it just seems like every time you feel like things are getting good, every time that you feel like you're getting on the right track, you get weary and you get burdened down because you make another mistake. The the devil caught you at the right time. He caught you at the right moment and he has caused you to make that mistake mistake again. Jesus said, if you'll just come to me when that happens, I will give you rest. The proof of that is Matthew chapter 11, verse number 28. You need to read your Bible and get strength that he talked about in Isaiah 40 and 29, because he will come to you. He will help you. He will walk you through these things every single time that you are hurt, every single time that you are down and out, and the, the world seems to be winning in your life. Listen, I I don't know anybody including myself that especially when you first get saved if you're a young Christian listening to me today, if you've only been saved for a few weeks or a few months or maybe even a year or two, you you still have the potential for God to uh or for Satan to catch you in the right moment. I I preached a message once before that uh when when you were born that Satan put people on he put Uh, spirits. He had demons to follow you around and examine you and, and watch your weaknesses and see the things you got in trouble with. And he, he puts tails on you all the time to take notes about you and, and find your weaknesses. And when he sees that you get weak, I want you to hear this because when, when he sees that you have a weak moment, he's right there. He never gives up. He never sleeps. He has his people following you. And right when you have that weak moment, he is there to exploit. He knows what it takes. He knows what your flesh craves and he will drag it all over you. He will rub it in your face. He will do everything he can possibly do to cause you to fail. He will do everything he can possibly do to get you to give in to that temptation. And Matthew 26 and 41 says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation because your spirit, the spirit of God that's moved into you is willing. But listen what Jesus put in there. He said, but the flesh is weak. Jesus walked in the flesh. He was in the flesh when he said this. He knows that your flesh is weak. He knows that when his spirit moves into you, that you're strong in spirit. But the flesh is vulnerable, and he's the one that spoke this. It's written in red in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 26 and 41. So he says, just watch and pray. Be looking for the enemy because you know he's coming. Be watching for him to exploit your weakness because you know he's coming. And what does he say? While you're looking for the enemy coming, be praying to make sure you don't fall into that temptation. But look what Jesus said. He knew that you would fall into the temptation from time to time because he, he he ended that statement with, your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. So Jesus knew. Jesus knew that you would have these problems and and that's why he said in Philippians four and thirteen I can do all things through him who gives me strength but he didn't say how long it would take the The Bible says in another place that our soul is continuously being saved so it, it's an ongoing process you're, you're never going to get out of the struggles. Paul said when he was uh, writing the New Testament as, as he came up and he said, I've prayed three separate times for the Lord to get this thorn, this sin this thing that bothers me constantly to get it out of my side and make it stop bothering me, but God never took it away. And sometimes we have these struggles to keep us turned toward Jesus because God knows that if we don't have any struggles at all, we may stop praying. If we don't have any troubles at all, we may just be self-dependent from now on and, and never turn back to Jesus Christ. If we don't have any troubles at all, then we become our own self sufficiency and we won't turn to the word of God and we won't turn to Jesus Christ for our help. So sometimes he leaves these weaknesses, especially for a season. So we get used to, we build Habits of reading his word, and we we build habits of being on our knees in prayer. God help me through this thing and, and Lord help me to turn to you when I get weak. He gives us all these prayers and all these scriptures so that we will stay connected to him, just like Paul said to pray without ceasing. and Romans eight and twenty six says that in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, and we do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through groans that we don't know about. So sometimes the Holy Spirit is the one praying through us, and that's, that's where a lot of the people in the church uh, don't understand what uh, praying in the Spirit is. When he gives us other tongues, that's what he's doing. It's, it's not always something that needs to be a message that's given out to the church and, and the Lord giving a message. To the whole church, and then giving us an interpretation. Uh, most of the time, when you are speaking in tongues, it's a it's a groaning inside of you that the Holy Spirit knows how you knows what you need to be praying, but you have no idea what words you need to pray. So He just the Spirit of God prays through you, and that's what Romans eight and twenty six is saying. So you need the Spirit of God living in you. You need to seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost to get that power to come upon you to overcome the world. World because Jesus said, I've overcome the world. And if you will uh, accept me and, and draw my spirit into you, I will come in and I will help you overcome the world because I've already did it. And see Hebrews chapter four, I want you to turn to your Bible and, <clears throat> and look at Hebrews chapter four, because it says uh, in Hebrews chapter four, verse 15, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses but we have one who has been tempted in every way that we could possibly be tempted just as we are yet he did not sin so he understands what you've been through he understands the pains and the deals and the the battles that you fight and he he is your high priest forever, forever interceding. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now, and when you mess up, when you fall back in that same sin that haunts you over and over, that same habit, that same weakness, those failures that you deal with on a regular basis, even if it's every single day, Hebrews 4 and 15 tells us that Jesus Christ himself, sitting beside the Father in heaven right now, is forever interceding for you. He is your high priest forever that sprinkled the the mercy seat with his own blood. He sacrificed himself. He gave his own blood up to pay the price for that sin, no matter how many times you need help getting past it. And he says, I'm here. I empathize with you. I know what your weaknesses are, and I'll talk to my Father in heaven and explain to him that. Father, I know what he's going through. I know what she's going through. I know the temptations are real. I've been there. I did that. You watched me as I walked on that earth. I know how they feel. And it. And God is listening to his son and he has mercy on you and he sends his spirit to help you because Jesus Christ is interceding for you. So the worst thing you could possibly do is not turn to Jesus Christ and not turn to his word. Regardless of how bad the thing is, regardless of how uh, harmful you think your sin is, there's not a place that you can get to where Jesus Christ can't help you if you'll just turn to him. Proverbs 31 and 8 says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves for the rights of all who are destitute. And I I am taking... Presidents with that scripture today, and I'm going to speak up for you today. I, I'm going to speak on your behalf to Jesus Christ today because I know that you're worth it. When he went to that cross, he had you on his mind. He, he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself, and you were one that he was talking about. He understood your problems. He knew where you would be at at this moment in time in your life when you would be struggling with drugs or struggling with alcohol or struggling with some other Seeing whatever it may be that you're dealing with that you just feel so horrible that maybe you can't even face your friends because you know that they understand now that you've fallen back that you're that you're struggling with something that that you just thought that they they believed that you had overcome it and now you're embarrassed and you and you can't get past it. But listen, I wanna tell you something. Jesus Christ knew that you would fail. He has told his people that that we should all have compassion on you and and walk with you and hold you up and edify you. And and I wanna speak on your behalf today as I say, Lord Jesus forgive them. Lord help them reach down into the place where they are pull them up out of that ditch, up out of that dark place that they fell into In the name of Jesus, I rebuke Satan and every tactic that he's using against my friends and against the listeners that's hearing this podcast because you know Jesus. You know in person what they're going through. You know what they felt. You know what they're dealing with now. And and you know what their hurt is right now where they're at, Lord. And I ask forgiveness for their sake. I ask you to reach down and pour mercy into their lives and give them your strength and your power to be able to overcome. And Lord, I ask you to do something even more than that. I ask you to overcome for them because they're weak. And the Bible says that your strength is made perfect in their weakness. So God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you make them strong with your strength while they're weak. In the blessed name of Jesus. Cause I know, Lord Jesus, I, I know that you're there. That it's not your will for anybody to give up, and that you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. So I I'm asking you today, in the mighty name of Jesus, to reach down and perform your miracle-working power in the listeners today that needs you desperately to reach in and perform a miracle in their life and give them the strength that they don't have within themselves. Give them the endurance that they can't find within their own mind. God, raise them up and shed your grace and mercy on them today and wipe their sins as far as the east is from the west one more time and you may have to do it again and again and again until you get them raised up properly Lord but you said you're faithful and just to forgive them of their sins every single time they ask so Lord I ask this today according to your word your will and your purpose in our lives to give these people strength today. And 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. If you're listening to me today and you are struggling and Jesus has said, My grace is sufficient for you, because when you are weak, that's exactly when my power is made perfect in you, working in your weakness. And, and Paul said, therefore, I'll boast about my weakness. Why? Because I know that when I'm weak, Jesus Christ is at his best in my life, working his power to cause rest to come upon me and get rid of the weariness that I'm dealing with. And Second Corinthians 12 and 10, the next verse says that that is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weaknesses. I delight in insults. I delight in my hardships. I, I delight in the in the persecutions and the difficulties that I go through because I know according to the scripture that Jesus Christ has given me to live by and to motivate myself by. For when I am weak, I am strong in Jesus Christ. That's why he said in Philippians 4 19 that I can do all things through Christ, because he said it's his strength that works in you, not your own strength. Don't be trying to do this alone. You can't do it. You're going to fail miserably for the rest of your life if you try to do this by yourself. Turn to Jesus Christ and let him lift you up out of the pit and say, I can't do it. I know I can't do it. If I could have done it, I would have never called on you to start with. So I want to go back to you. I'm going to humble my myself to you right now, Lord Jesus. And I'm going to turn to your word where you said that you are faithful and just to come back and pick me up when I'm down. And I'm going to turn to your strength for my weaknesses, because I know that when I ask you to do it, you don't fail. So Lord, I'm going to put it in your hands and let you handle it. And and if I get in the flesh again, I know that your word says you're faithful and just to forgive me again and again and again. If you're listening to me today, I want you would understand that it doesn't matter to Jesus how many times he has to forgive you. What matters to him is how many times you are willing to keep getting up and turning back to him because he said as long as you will turn to me as long as you will never give up on letting me have your problems I will make my grace sufficient for you and no matter how much sin you have my grace abounds more abundantly. You will never out me. You will never get to the place where your mistakes overturn take my perfectness you'll never get to the place where your sin overtakes and causes me to be weak and never want to desire to help you again because I will always be here I will never leave you I will never forsake you if you will just continue to put your faith and trust in me I will make everything right for you despite how long it takes and what Jesus is saying to you today that I will never give up on you so don't you ever give up on me he he wants you to have have peace in your life over your weaknesses. And it may take a while. It may be frustrating. It may be something that just gets you down from day to day. But I'm telling you from the grace of God and the experience that I've had in my life that God is sufficient. His word is sufficient. His faithfulness is sufficient. He will always be there. And he will make sure that he always helps you out no matter how many times you keep coming back. And I want to tell you to continue praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. Don't stop reaching out to Jesus. If you fail, so what? Turn to Jesus and say, I've messed up again, but I'm going to get back on my feet. Friends, I want to tell you, I hope this has been an encouragement to you today. I hope this has reached out to you. I I know that the the Lord just laid this on my heart. There's people out there hurting. There's people out there that's caught in addictions that can't find a way to get past it. There's people that their flesh is weak and they want to try hard they want to live for Christ they just can't figure out how to do it and stop making mistakes well I'm going to tell you how you do it you just keep on trusting him no matter how many mistakes you make and sooner or later the power of God and the Word of God his spirit will build up inside of you and you will find out that you're so sold out to him that you don't have time to think about what the flesh wants because you're hungry for him you need to just trust the word of God trust Jesus's plan for you because it's sufficient. He don't make mistakes and you're not one of them. You're not a mistake. You're you're not an exception to God's word. You're you're not somebody that's outside of the reach of Jesus Christ today. I want to pray for you again, Heavenly Father. Lord, I pray that this has touched people's minds. I, I pray that you've reached the hearts of somebody today that really needed to hear this and give them the encouragement they need, Lord, to hold on, to tie a knot in the end of their rope and just keep hanging on to you, Lord, because you are faithful. You're just. You're always there. You're never not willing to help someone. You're, you're always there to be able to reach in and take them up right where they're at if they'll just call on your name. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit moves on their heart where they're at today and causes them to call on your name yet again, despite how many times they've done it in the past. Father, I know that I've had to do it myself many a times, and, and Lord, I want them to understand that as a child of God, that they have the right to call upon your mercy because you are You are delighting yourself in having mercy. That's one of your greatest delights that you have, according to your word, is to have mercy on us more than anything else. Else, God. So speak that into their spirits today. Everyone that's struggling that's listening to this podcast, let them know that you that they are never too late. They've never went too far. It's never got too hard that you can't fix it in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you make a way where they feel like there seems to be no way because of miracle working power is the is the work that you still do in your people, God. I praise you for it. I thank you for reaching our friends and neighbors our our listeners the day. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Friends, I thank you so much for tuning in. Turn back and play this thing again. If you're struggling, put this podcast on repeat and play it over and over again. Pray those prayers that I prayed with you over and over again. Let the Holy Spirit get inside of you. Let God's encouragement get down in your heart and show you that it doesn't matter how hard it is, that God will never give up on you if you'll just not give up on him. He will change you. He will get that stuff away from you and he will help you get through. It and despite your failures, His grace is never weaker than your sin. He will always overcome every single time you ask Him to. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this message that you've given me for these people. And God, I pray, that, Lord, that they pray it over and over and over again. And it helps them, Lord, and it helps change their life. God, I pray that you sow this seed into their heart. Let it take root and let those scriptures grow and produce the fruit that you wanted to produce in their lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Friends, thank you for tuning in today. And God bless you, and we will see you on the next one.